0: You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. And I'm so excited you're with me today. And I'm so excited that you chose to tune in to my podcast. And so in this episode, we're talking about why would anyone want to become a coach or a consultant? There's so many business ideas, you know, that people hear about on social media and just period. Why would anyone want to be a coach or a consultant? And so that is what I am discussing in this episode. When I think about the reason that I became a coach is because when I first started my business, I got really, really lost in social media land. And some of the my efforts couldn't even be considered like business efforts because I wasn't making the money that I desired. I I didn't see the revenue there. You know, there's a lot of ideas in social media land that you will come across. And there's brick and mortar businesses you can start. And it really all comes down to what is it that you want to do? And that is the question that people never ask themselves because not everyone is suited to be a coach or a consultant. And not everyone is suited for other types of businesses as well. I want to share a little bit about my own coaching journey and how I landed on coaching. And then I'll talk a moment about the benefits of coaching and why coaching is a profitable business model. So when I first started off, in coaching, I was kind of navigating my life. I found myself relocating. I found myself divorced and, you know, which led to my relocation. And I was trying to land somewhere where I could retire or at least work a couple of years until I got acclimated again to where I was from, which is New York. Um, So I was moving from one place back to New York city. And so, I really wanted a place where I could firmly, you know, get myself established. I wanted to get the lay of the land and kind of get reacclimated to my hometown. So, one thing I did realize, because at this point I was over forty, is the older I I got, the younger my supervisors were, basically, and they valued me being compliant over me offering ideas or over me having vision for departments that I was basically running. And there's nothing more deflating than for you to have the title of a manager and not be in full control over, you know, your work, essentially. And so that was disheartening for me. And and that's kind of what led to me actually seeking out entrepreneurship in the first place. And so that's essentially how I ended up in social media land, trying to find, you know, this business idea that was going to help me escape (laughs) and replace my nine to five income. But what I found was there are a lot of people online, whether you want to call them gurus, influencers, or just people that have been around on social media for quite some time. And they're telling you about all the different things you can do. And how you can launch this profitable business. But the key thing I found, you know, after a lot of experience launching some rather random business ideas, I was one that was, uh, I had shiny object syndrome because I was new to the online world. And I never really looked at what I was good at. I instantly thought that my expertise had no value. And so I decided I was going to look for my, so my business idea, and it was going to be somewhere out there in the online world, on YouTube, on Instagram, or even on Facebook. And that was going to be how I escaped the nine to five world. Didn't work out that way simply because a lot of the ideas that were being thrown around out there really didn't fit my skill set. It wasn't things that I particularly found in, and it led to me really kind of hopping around because I was so overwhelmed with the different ideas I heard about what I would do is I would hear one idea, I would start it, it would flop. <laughs> I wouldn't make any money or made very little money doing it. So then I would hop on to the next idea and get involved in that by a course thinking maybe that was the answer why I didn't do well with the last business idea. And that didn't work for me either. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode and you know you're ready to take that next step to finally become a professional service provider on your own terms, I want you to consider working with me. When you work with me, I help you start your business the right way from the beginning. So you can generate the revenue you desire doing what you love. So head over to CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com to check out the ways you can work with me to get set up for business success right from the start. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. Okay, back to the show. And what I ended up doing was launching a lot of random businesses that we're never, ever, ever going to generate any income for me, certainly not replace a nine to five income. You would be lucky with a lot of the business ideas that you hear about to really earn the level of income that you need to support yourself and your family. Particularly, you know, if you're over the age of 40, you have kids, you have stuff going on. So you can't be running around launching these random business ideas. And the other thing about launching all these random businesses is that I needed to be validated in some way. So when I discovered coaching, one of the toughest things or the thing I struggle with the most is understanding and coming to terms with the fact that I was the expert. I didn't need external validation for what I already knew or experiences I already had or any accomplishments that I had that could bring someone else results. I already had those things. Those things were within me. And that was the biggest struggle for me when I made the transition into even thinking about starting a coaching business, because I had all of the knowledge, skill, and expertise within me. I just had to tap into exactly what I was going to build my business around. As a person over 40, I have a lot of life experience and I have a lot of experience in my career, in the workplace. And so when you have such a wide range of experience, You just need to figure out, you know, and zoom in on what you're going to build your business around and how you're going to package and price everything and the layout, your framework, you know, what is that going to look like? So for me, it was a process. The thing that I liked most about, you know, becoming a coach and looking at coaching as a profession is it, it was something that allowed me to leverage my own expertise And it actually had the profit margin that I needed that enabled me to replace my nine to five income. You know, after all, why are we starting businesses if we can't make the money that we desire? And coaching to me was the pathway for me to actually match what I was making in my nine to five and exceed it. So I know what you may be thinking. You may be thinking, well, okay, so you're a coach that helps people turn their expertise into a coaching or consulting program. Why exactly would anyone need to hire a coach to become a coach if they already have the expertise? And here's what I learned. Just because I knew something and it was in my head doesn't mean that I knew everything there was to build a, a profitable coaching business or, or build a foundation to have a long-term sustainable business. And here's what I mean. So there's Michelle that had no coach in the beginning when I started my coaching business. And there's Michelle that invested in a coach. And the difference is once I invested in a a coach, I was able to accelerate my progress. And and instead of like fumbling around trying to figure things out using the free information I learned online, I also had extra eyes on what I was doing. When you think about leadership as an example, there's so many things you can talk about regarding leadership. And what I needed was an objective way to make sure that I was laying out my coaching program in a way that allowed other people to get results from what I was educating them about, because if people don't get results then they're not going, you know, it's going to be hard for you to stay in business. So you have to be able to do, to deliver results. And so once I had a coach, I was able to, you know, lay out my process in a way that made sense because I wanted an effective coaching program. So I needed to have you know, my, my coaching pillars, what was I teaching or educating people about or helping people do and what does that look like? And so if you do that on your own, it's kind of hard to have that objective view because, you know, this is a very personal situation for you. It's your business, it's your expertise, and you have no one, you know, that's telling you, you know, maybe you should think of things this way, or maybe you should think of things that way. And so having a coach gave me that objective point of view. The other thing I needed to keep in mind is that I really didn't come from a marketing or sales background. I came from a nonprofit background. Even if I had come from corporate, unless I was already doing marketing and sales in my profession, I'm coming in with limited knowledge. And so having a coach allowed me to understand my role, because in addition to being a coach, entrepreneur, I'm also a marketer. (laughs) I had to understand the marketing world if i was going to be a successful profitable coach and i also had to understand the sales marketing and sales is two different things and it's not that i didn't know a lot of these things i never thought about it it wasn't a part of who i was it wasn't what i did in my career so i didn't understand marketing and i didn't understand sales and so having a coach helped me put that all together the other thing is is having a coach enabled me to have accountability for what i was doing because if you're still working your nine to five and you're trying to build a business, it's very easy for life to catch up to you and you'll spend you know, less and less time building this business over time if you have no one making you accountable. There's nothing that's going to hold you more in- accountable than actually investing in yourself and investing in your growth. Because when you pay money for something, you're going to make sure that you're doing everything it takes to make sure you're getting the most out of what you paid for. And the other thing is, is a coach will check in with you. There's things that, you know, they're going to work with you on. They're going to make sure you're still in the loop and they're not going to let you fall by the wayside, at least not a good coach. So that's it in a nutshell. Coaching for me was a way for me to actually earn enough income to replace a nine to five. Coaching allowed me to leverage my own expertise. I'm in control of how I design my program and I'm in control of how I work with my clients. So should everyone be a coach? No, if it's not within you to be a coach, coaching may not be for you. And I have a previous episode where I talk about the characteristics of a good coach. You, you have to like people, you have to you know, enjoy working with people because coaching very much is a people-oriented business. Consulting is the same thing as a people-oriented business. And while consulting is more so working with companies and organizations, and you know, you're, you're really have this refined expertise where your goal is to help the company solve a problem, you're still working with people. The other thing I liked about coaching and consulting is it's scalable. What ends up happening, not just in, even in the online world, but also with solopreneurs in general, is they end up being the sole expert at what they're doing. And so when you're the sole expert, whether you're an accountant or, you know, some other business where you're the only expert in that within your business, you can't scale. You're only limited to working with so many people at once. And for me, coaching and consulting was a business model that allowed me to build it in a way. Yes, I'm the expert, but you can also have a team that you can build up or Trained to take on certain responsibilities within the organization, there you can also have uh, group coaching programs where you're it's one to many as opposed to spending your time doing individual one on one sessions. So there's so many different ways to to deliver coaching. So that is the reason that coaching is a profitable business model that you may want to consider. So with that being said. That's the end of this episode. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. I hope you got tons of value. And if you ever, ever have questions about any of the information that I deliver in the podcast, depending on where you're watching, if you're watching it on YouTube, just leave me a comment. Or if you're on one of the major podcast platforms, my contact information is below. And then you can always visit CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in and I hope you'll tune in to a future episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Bye. There's a reason that millions of entrepreneurs trust Shopify every day to power their dreams. Easy to use and easy to edit templates that don't require a high level of technical skills or coding. 24 seven support, built-in fraud detection, seamless checkout, tons of compatible apps, to support your sales goals, website designs that are made to catch and keep the attention of your customers. And unlike other e-commerce platforms, you control your communication with your customers so you can generate repeat sales. So no matter what you're selling, power it with Shopify. Just visit path ceocom to start your free trial today. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.